Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius along with our engineer, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Producer T-Bone. How are you doing, T-Bone? Oh, I'm I'm doing kind of good now. It was a rough day, but I had some Mexican food and yeah. just doused it with Tabasco sauce. <laughs> That's weird. Weird? Weird. Why? Because you did too? I uh, know. Just Tabasco sauce and Mexican food. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> weird to me. Yeah. It's a weird flavor combination. Yeah, that's I've grown right. accustomed to. Uh, you do you, do you T-Bone. All righty. And, and I know you can't see the setup of our studio, but I'm very grateful that T-Bone is at the other end of the studio <laughs> after hearing that announcement. How was your Labor Day weekend, T-Bone? It was uh, long, yeah. actually. Okay. Because like you had mentioned, I think last week, uh, none of us have that three-day holiday. No, we all work. We all work. We all work. What's a holiday? Speaking of non-holidays, it's our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host, Dan, Doc Hathaway. How you doing, buddy? How? How? (laughs) By the way, speaking of Labor Day weekend, I had ribeyes for the weekend that weekend. Nice. Yeah, it was good. It was good. How was your Labor Day weekend? (laughs) (laughs) How was your Labor Day weekend with you and the kids? Oh, it was great. We, uh, like I worked all weekend. I've got to keep the barbecue world revolving, and so uh, I, you know, <laughs> the, the little bit of time I got to spend with them, yeah, we had fun. Cool. Chase, chase chickens around <laughs> like normal, <laughs> like normal. Yeah. Sounds like my house. Hello. Anyway, so uh, I excuse me. I, I have to redo all our marketing stuff. Why? I mean that that's great. You know, that's all we need to know about Dan is he keeps the barbecue world revolving. <laughs> That's how big of a deal he is. I, not a big deal. I, I just, I, he, it's my ego that actually. <laughs> <laughs> if he stops, we all stop eating ribs. That's yeah, gonna, what's that, going to happen. That would be bad. <laughs> okay, guys. So I have come up with the first ever barbecue radio nation drinking game. Oh, no. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> now, now, let me first say that you don't necessarily have to drink alcohol to be involved in this game, because I know people listen to us at various times, either on the radio or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Overcast or any of those other podcast places. So it might be early in the morning or whatever. And we're not trying to encourage courage, early alcohol consumption. So, you know, if you're having breakfast and listening to us and having orange juice or milk or coffee, same thing. The rules still apply, but it's a drinking game. Okay, and this is how the drinking game works. The first two things is you take a sip and the last thing is you have to chug it. Okay, typical drinking game, right? Okay, I've been out of college a long time, but I'm pretty sure that's how they did it. So I was listening. Speaking of of our podcast, I was listening to some of our older shows and I love the fact that we get to sit around and chat about barbecue. One of my favorite all time subjects. And I find myself going nice a lot. (laughs) Like Dan will be talking about something he's, you know, done like, like he did, a you know, some ribs or something. And I'm going, oh, nice. So anytime I say the word nice, you take a sip. 
Can okay. I can I participate in this as we record? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Perfect. I know Kyle's over there with a the big stein, so he's going to participate. <laughs> so now with T-Bone, you know, T-Bone will talk in the beginning and then he'll do the Ask Dr. Dan segment. And then he kind of gets quiet on us because he's over there producing and doing producing work. But occasionally he joins in and I've always encouraged T-Bone to join in. So anytime you hear T-Bone, T-Bone, T-Bone. <laughs> okay. One, T-boing. two, three, boing. <laughs> anytime T-Bone joins in a conversation, you have to take a sip after after the Dash Dr. Dan segment, okay? Then the chug is if we say a certain word. Anybody know what that word is? Thermometer. Thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody, our guest included, says the word thermometer, you have to take a drink. Now That's what I usually do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully they won't have to do that. Hopefully, you know, we don't say it like two or three times in one sentence. Because anyway, so that's our uh, that's our new barbecue ready nation drinking game. Uh, please uh, drink responsibly and don't drink and drive. OK, uh, coming up on our show, we got Nick Broughton from Chigger Creek. Com. We are talking about some woods, uh, some good stuff, man. I went to his website, uh, chiggercreek.com. He's got the wood chips, chunks. You know, you know, uh, Nick. Yeah, he actually supplies a store with all of our wood. And so, uh, yeah, he, he's he got everything you need. Oh, it's a great website. It is. And, and reasonably priced, too. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it is what it is. It is know? what it is. But anyway, we're going to be talking to Nick coming up. We're also, speaking of woods, we're going to be talking to some woods, pellets, chunks, uh, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, in fact, T-Bone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cause him to talk about a, a place you had barbecue at a while back that you said was too smoky. I reserve the right to. <laughs> we won't mention it we by name, but we will, we'll talk about that. But yeah. I think that's something when people are, are grilling at home that they don't want their food to be like no smoke flavor and then too much smoke flavor. Right. Yeah. There, there, there is a. There's a fine balance. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to overcorrect on Absolutely, that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and also we're going to be talking about gadgets and also football has getting started and we're going to have a quick tip from Dan about a, just some kind of quick tip for tailgating. But then next week we're going to really dig into tailgating. Oh man, I can't wait. I love it. I, I love do too. One of my favorite that means things it in the fall, world. You know, this week we've had a little bit of cooler weather. So it, I mean, it just feels like football. Well, unless you're listening to us in Southern California. Well, that's true. And those poor people. <laughs> I oh saw my gosh. it was like 120 in the desert the other day. It's so. insane out yeah. there. And it's time now for our Ask Dr. Dan, our barbecue fix it man segment. Sponsored this month by our sauce of the month, which is this is rubs and seasonings. This stuff is great. It's Casa M Spice Company. Check them out. Their website is casamspice.com. That's casamspice.com. We're giving somebody uh, the range. It's a sample pack, which includes a different seasonings to spice up whatever you're cooking or grilling on or off the grill. Good stuff. Check them out. Casamspice.com. All right, T-Bone, what's our question this week? All right, we've got a question from Eric Bolin from Decatur, Illinois. And you know what that means? Um, no. That means he listens to the show on WZUFFM 100.9 Saturdays at 2. Thank you. Wow. Okay, Eric asks, how do you keep your food hot if you have to do multiple rounds of grilling for a large group? That is an excellent question, Eric. That is a great question. And it's pretty easy. You know, I, I'm a 
big Yeti cooler guy. They sponsor our barbecue team and I use my Yetis not only to keep my cold beer nice and nice and <laughs> frosty and for the drinking game of Dave made up, but also whenever I get done with briskets, pork, ribs or anything, I always rest them in my Yeti cooler. Uh, you can hold them up to, you know, two or three hours and, and maintain a safe temperature. You can even hold them longer. You know, if you're, if you're taking a brisket over 200 degrees or ribs or, or pork, it, it's going to stay in that, uh, that safe zone for a long time. So yeah, just throw them in a cooler, wrap them up, put a towel over them. Not your wife's good towel, but an older <laughs> towel, make sure it's clean. And, uh, yeah, you'll be good to go, man. Just don't, don't overthink it. Just throw it in a cooler. Are you telling us that coolers are not just for cooling anymore? Well, you can't call them hotters. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it an insulated box. Does your store sell hotters, by the way? <laughs> uh, yes, we do. We sell Yeti hotters all day long. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. That's an excellent question. And thank you, Dan, for the answer. I should say Dr. Dan. Uh, We're going to give you the range sample pack from Casa M Spice Company. Check out their website, casamspice.com. While you're there, be sure to check out their recipes. They have some fantastic recipes. And if you got a question for Dr. Dan, well, just go to our Facebook page, BBQ Radio Nation. That's BBQ Radio Nation. Please like us while you're there, and you can ask us any question you like, uh, barbecue-related. And, of course, you can always email Dan directly. Dr. Dan at BBQRadioNation.com. Coming up next, we got Nick Broughton. He has got ChiggerCreek.com. We are talking about woods and wood chips and wood chunks and, well, anything wood related. So we want you to come right back right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the fantastic selection of barbecue grills, smokers, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation with Dave Caius and Dan Hathaway will be right back, right after this. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Call your healthcare provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Hey, Malcolm Reed here with How to Barbecue Right. I know everybody's going to be firing those grills up this weekend, and if you're cooking, you got to have you an instant read thermometer to check those temperatures. I don't care if it's steaks, ribs, pork butts, even brisket. I always check internal temperatures and cook to that. Instead of time, you'll have some fantastic barbecue. Fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. And 
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway. And we've got our guest today, Nick Broughton. He's got a great website. You need to check it out. It's chiggercreek.com. That's spelled C-H-I-G-G-E-R creek.com. They got wood chips and chunks and pellets and all kinds of good stuff. Dan, you know, Nick. Yeah, he actually uh, supplies me with uh, all of our wood at the store and and in and charcoal. So <laughs> I buy a ton of charcoal from him now, uh, now that we've uh, gone through this whole COVID thing and we, we've seen the shortages of charcoal and everything else and around the country. And, uh, luckily Nick had a, has a great product and, uh, I love having him in the store. Well, Nick Broughton, welcome to the show out of Macon, Missouri. How are things going, buddy? Things are going as well as they could be. I appreciate uh, you guys having me on. Well, we're glad to have you. You know, I was went to your website, and you've got, like, the, the wood chips and the chunks and all kinds of great stuff. And, I, well, poor poor Dan and, and T-Bone have to hear the story every once in a while. But my, my dad, back when he used to grill us T-Bones, uh, he would do the charcoal, but he always soaked the wood chips and throw it on there. And, man, that, that extra wood chips just made him so much more flavorful flavorful they tasted really good uh, but nick talk about those wood chips that you sell sure so we do all kinds of flavors and like you said they're great addition to throw on with your charcoal um, a lot of times the charcoal is going to give you it's we sell lump charcoal so it's made from wood anyway so you're going to get a little flavor there but you add on the, the different flavors of wood chips or even chunks depending on what you're using and it really adds a nice flavor, and you know you can pair things up with different types of wood flavors for different types of meat, and it's just a whole lot of fun to experiment and play around with. So it's all fun to do. So uh, Dave said something about soaking his. His dad used to soak the chips. Nick, uh, do you recommend? Okay, so I get a lot of people in the store, and that's the first thing they always ask me: Do I need to soak these? So you're the wood guy. Give me your professional opinion. Do you need to soak wood chips? Yeah, so that's kind of an old myth, and I personally don't believe in it. Believe in it. We don't recommend it. Um, the main reason is when you're cooking with fire, you want that to be as clean of a fire as you possibly can, meaning you want clean smoke. You don't want a bunch of white, puffy smoke running around. And in order to get that, you need to have dry wood, and you don't want to soak it in water. Number one, it's not going to absorb that much water. And number two, you're just going to get, you're going to steam all that moisture out of the wood before you actually get to the flavor. So there's no need to waste your time soaking the wood chips. Just throw it on there and and get her fired up. Well, that, that makes me feel a lot better because that's what I've been telling everybody for like the last 14 years. So, yeah. so when it comes to you, so you, you do the, you do the, uh, the chips and you do the chunks. Now, as far as the logs go, are you guys checking the moisture content of your logs as they're coming out of the kiln? We do, yeah. We have moisture meters we read, and uh, we'll we'll stab the wood, and it's usually anywhere between ten to twelve percent on yeah. the logs. Uh, we try to get that down as much as we can, and um, but the, as far as the chunks and anything that goes into a bag, we virtually remove all the moisture from that. Um, but yeah, it's it's all kiln dried, and you know, so we do a lot of work to do that so we don't want you soaking it after we've done all that yeah and, and being that everything's kiln dried you guys are able to ship across the country and you don't have to worry about any of the quarantine issues correct is that in that correct 
That's correct. As far as the chips and chunks goes, if it's the bigger pieces, the, there's some diameter and length requirements that you still have to be at 160 degrees uh, Fahrenheit for so many hours, mm-hmm. uh, which we, we're, our kiln does all that anyways. But yeah. when it's chunks and chips go they're small enough that they're actually not required yeah when i when i drove across the country to go cook a a barbecue contest out in indio california we actually got stopped at the border of california (laughs) and and i had and i had documented i had paperwork from the uh the company that actually supplied me with the wood at the time this is a long time before i got hooked up with nick but uh yeah they wanted to see paperwork on the wood before they let me into the state yeah it was it was a big deal and and understandably so you don't want to destroy somebody's ecosystem. Right, right. I've never thought of that. I remember driving to California one one time and they asked me if I had any fruit from outside of California. Right. Yeah. Then that's the same reason they, you know, same thing. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's awesome. You know, the moisture content of the logs is, is pretty important. You know, for me, I, I check everything before it goes into the cooker, you know, before I load it into the, to go out to a contest, just to make sure every, all your variables are about the same. How do you check that at home? Uh, drinking moment. Drinking How do you moment. check that moisture <laughs> content at home? So you can actually go to, I, I purchased a little, uh, I don't know, is it called a hydrometer, Nick? What's it called? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you can get them at Home Depot. They're pretty inexpensive and you just stab it into the log. It doesn't go in that far, but it'll, it'll show you the moisture content. And, uh, you know, the thing that I like about Nick's product is that we it, we go through it so much, so it's not sitting in our warehouse, so you don't end up with a, a super dry log or, you know, that's just going to burn up really fast and not give you that good flavor because you need a little bit of that moisture to actually give you the flavor. So th- this is new to me, to be honest with you. I've <laughs> that's never... why we talk about barbecue, I know, man. <laughs> I know, but I mean, th- this one is like, I didn't know any about all this. So Nick, did you say it was about 12 to 15% you want uh, a moisture in it, ideally? Yeah, log specifically, yeah. We, we shoot for that 10 to 12% mark. Okay. And on the chunks and the chips we get those completely dry as we can and for multiple reasons if it's in a bag you know we don't want to take the chance of mold um coming through the bag Uh, while sitting on a store shelf somewhere and it also ensures that if there was any insects in the wood you know that would eliminate any of that potential as well with the, the heat exposure there yeah well, thank you for allowing me to geek out about moisture content of wood, Nick. I'll let you. I'll let you talk about your product now. I, uh, you know, had to get my two cents in on that. I, I have another question. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Drink. Hang on. People. Sorry, Nick. People are at home drinking right now. We started a brand new drinking game. T Bone hasn't talked for weeks, and now we can't get him to shut up. <laughs> Drink it up. Good times. So, if you use your hydrometer and you check the wood and it's dry drier than you want it to mm-hmm. be what do you do i put it in the wood pile for uh, the winter oh okay yeah. oh so it's it's out then. right yeah if it's okay. i mean if it's a if it's really really dry then I'll, I'll just use it in the fire pit something to start you know it, it ends up being like a fire starter at that point okay i'll add to that you know some you hear the term seasoned firewood and folks can get that confused with what they want for their barbecue or their pit and a lot of times, like Game was saying, you want that hardiness of the wood. So if it sits outside and it's getting the sun and all the weather on it, that wood's actually slowly deteriorating. And then, like he said, it'll make it into a fire starter. And all of our wood is kept indoors all the time from the moment it's harvested until we run it through our process. So it doesn't break down in the elements, if you will. And that allows us to have more density in the wood and, and it'll last longer as you're cooking with it and give you more flavor. 
Well, you know, going back to my dad and soaking the, uh, the, the chips, which I now have learned don't need to do. My guess is he probably did it because he was afraid that they would flare up, but they're not going to flare up. Right, Nick? Well, if it's dry wood and you throw wood chips on hot coals, they're probably going to catch on fire. But that's really what you want to happen. That's going to give you the cleanest smoke. That means you got good oxygen in your fire. Okay. And that's going to, you know, you know what I'm saying there. So the chips, we recommend using the chunks on charcoal. They're a little bit bigger and they won't ignite as quickly as the small chips do. Now, do you put the charcoal, I mean, sorry, the chunks, not directly underneath the meats? Because if it does flare up, it won't it won't hit the meats, but, but the smoke will circulate throughout it? Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, there's so many different types of cookers. I mean, if you're using a Weber grill and you're just cooking direct heat and all that stuff, you may want to spread them out a little bit or put them off to the side. And to prevent that, but a lot of guys nowadays are using drums or, you know, they're cooking hot and fast and they've got heat shields. So it doesn't really matter on the placement, Um, but it all depends kind of what you're, what you're cooking on. Well, Nick, I got a question for you. We're enjoying this so much. Can you hang on for another segment for us? I'd love to. Thank you so much. We're talking to Nick Broughton. Check out his website. That's chiggercreek.com. That's C-H-I-G-G-E-R creek.com. A lot of great wood chip products and chunks. And also you can buy his products at some some store that I've heard of, the Kansas City BBQ <laughs> Rick, a barbecue store. But uh, be sure to check all that out. And we'll be right back with Nick right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. If you need some sizzle in your life, turn us on, fire us up, and don't look back. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. You were talking about your woman. I wish to God, man, that you could see mine. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kyle, along with engineer Kyle and producer T-Bone and my co-host, barbecue guru Dan Hathaway. And we're talking with Nick Broughton. Check out his website, chiggercreek.com. That's C-H-I-G-G-E-R, creek.com. You can get wood chips and chunks and all kinds of great stuff. Now, Nick, before we get back into talking woods, real quick, how many children do you have? I have three children. There's I have a little girl who's five and two boys that are two years old and a six month old. Okay. And Dan has three children. Yes, I do. And every time we interview somebody on this show, they have a lot of, what is the deal with barbecue and you know what it is? You, if you're cooking right, you have a lot of you have a lot of spare time. <laughs> I'm just you got a lot of spare time. So you know it's you put a brisket on in the middle of the night. You have you know 
four or five hours to kill. <laughs> it's kind of like not having a TV. <laughs> hey, 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 honey, I'm smoking a brisket. I got nothing to do. What are you up to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's get back to talking. One of my favorite subjects, because I, you know, as I've get more and more into barbecue and and the the taste of the wood coming uh, it's just part of it um, real quick question you were talking about experimenting with with your wood products uh tell us a little bit about that yeah so you've got your traditional flavors you know your, hickory, your apple your mesquite those are the the staples in the industry been around a long time they're tried and true so what we try to do is come up with different blends especially on our wood chip flavors so we do like an apple and hickory, and we blend it together 50-50. And that's actually our, our best-selling product as far as the chips goes is the apple-hickory blend. And we Not- do a sweet wood blend, and that's, you know, apple and pecan and peach all blended together, a little bit of cherry also. And it's just fun. We, we play around, and, you know, you always want to try something different on your cooker. So I'll throw in whatever flavor I've got on hand and just see how it works and what flavor profile it gets. And it's just a lot of fun. I got one word for that. Nice. That is nice. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. So Nick, what, what is, like, drink. if you're cooking, what, what's, what combination of wood do you use? Most of the time I'm right now I'm with cherry and pecan. And that's partly because I follow the competition circuit pretty close. And a lot of guys tell me that's what they're using. That's what they're requesting. And it's, it's what I've been using for probably close to two years now. And, you know, if I'm throwing on a brisket or something and just for at home, I typically use white oak or a little bit of post oak. And uh, I might throw a cherry chunk in there too, just for some, some color and stuff like that. But um, most of the time it's pecan and cherry on just about everything. Pecan and cherry, yeah, it, it seems to be the most popular wood, the two most popular woods that we're selling at the store right now, and, and definitely it, it has a lot to do with the competition, guys. Uh, the one thing that I've noticed, though, is that there's a there's a, a pretty big regional wood preference when it comes to, uh, you know, east, uh, south, and and even west coast guys, uh, and and a lot of the guys here in Kansas City are, are still stuck on uh, on oak, especially me. I, I absolutely love red oak just because of the pepperiness. But do you ship a lot of, uh, of woods, you know, regionally? Do you see like a lot of hickory going to the East Coast or, or a lot of mesquite going to Texas? To be honest with you, um, the mesquite is heavier down in Texas, obviously. And hickory and apple and chili, I mean, those top three pretty much go everywhere Uh and i have noticed kind of in california they don't seem to go for the hickory as much um we don't have a whole lot of retailers out there but that's what they typically order and it's it's all over the place really it's hard to get a read on it um but for the most part you can guarantee apple hickory cherry and pecan are going to be number they're going to be everywhere Okay, so I've got a question for you, Nick. If somebody's like really into smoky flavor, what wood would you recommend for to like give you the most smoke? I would probably start them off with good old hickory and just start with that because the thing with mesquite is it is a very unique flavor and it can be overpowering. So if somebody's really into it, they say, I want to smoke the heck out of this thing. I'll say start with hickory and then maybe you can throw in a little bit of mesquite as you go just to make sure you don't don't overpower it and don't ruin your food because it can happen if you if you throw too much smoke at it. 
Well, T-Bone had, uh, we won't say the restaurant, but you went somewhere, T-Bone, and, and you just said it was just too smoky flavored where you went. Yeah, it was It was very, very, very smoky. I had to uh, chug down a Diet Pepsi afterwards <laughs> to cleanse my palate. And he, he was using hickory, just yeah. hickory. But So is, is there a balance to keep it, if you're using hickory, not to get it too smoky? I mean, you know, it, it goes back to what you're cooking on and... It goes down to fire management. If you've got a good, clean fire with a lot of oxygen to it and it's burning hot, you typically won't have those issues because there's guys that use only wood the entire cook and the, and the food comes out excellent. So there is an art to it. And, you know, if you're using good, clean, dry wood, you shouldn't have too much trouble. But there is times where it can get overpowerful if you use too much. Oh yeah. And, and definitely the cooker has a lot to do with it. If it's a, uh, you know, like the, some of those big commercial cookers, they, uh, they hold a lot of moisture in them and, and moisture essentially will trap a lot of smoke in a cooker. Mm. And so, you know, it's it like, like Nick said, it's all about fire management. And, and I believe, you know, a small fire is the best way to go because it's the most manageable fire and you don't get those off flavors with it. Well, Nick, we're running sure. out of time, but I got one more quick question before we do. What would give you the least amount of smoke flavor? Somebody just doesn't like a lot of smoky flavor. The least amount might be like a peach, um, something that's not real dense. Uh, peach, I mean, even if you go, um, it, it's probably less of a flavor of wood versus just how much of it you use. So if you don't want a lot of smoke, just throw a half a handful of wood chips or something like that in there and then just play with it and see what you like and kind of go from there. Very nice. Well, Dan, we, um, Dan, Nick, nah, Dan too. I'm here. We, we appreciate talking to you, Nick. Uh, out of Macon, Missouri, which by the way, I think I've done stand-up comedy there once. I think I closed down a bar there sometime. Uh, but it's Nick Broughton. Check out his website. It's sugarcreek.com. That's C-H-I-G-G-E-R creek.com. And check out the wood chips and chunks. Just great products and really reasonably priced. Uh, Nick, thanks so much for being on the show. We'll be right back here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. I'm a hard-working man. I wear a steel hard hat. I can ride rope, a hammer and paint, do things with my hands that most men can't. I can't get ahead no matter how hard I try. I'm getting really good at barely getting by. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway. And thank goodness football season is here. I am so excited that football uh, season's here. Well, it was, was it two weekends ago, whenever it was, I was actually watching a high school football game <laughs> on ESPN just to see football, just to see live football. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. I mean, I... I I hate to say it, but 
I usually look forward to the fall because of baseball because I'm a huge baseball guy, but I kind of lost interest in it this year just a little bit. And I am stoked for football to start. And it probably has a lot to do with our, our home team. Well, but, and, and on, on top of that, just live sports. I mean, I've been yeah. watching more NBA than I normally do. I always watch the Stanley cup. I'm a big hockey fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, my, my little team, I don't want to take anybody off, but since we don't have one here, I've adopted the Vegas golden Knights. So that's my team. Wow. You really go way far back wow. with hockey then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you the reason I picked them up since you're going to jump in there, Mr. T-Bone, take a sip <laughs> is that when they first, started they were just kind of a hodgepodge of of people of players that the, that the other teams got rid of and then their very first year they made it to the finals so i've just you know that's my team you know till we get one i, I know more than one guy like that, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so anyway so speaking of tailgating uh let's talk tailgate real quick before we start talking about gadgets yes what do you want to talk about? Well, didn't you make a video? <laughs> of course I did. I brought in I brought in queso today for you guys. It, well, uh, <laughs> first of all, I'm wearing it, but uh, so so T-Bone, are we putting this video? What do, what do you got on the video that we're going to put up on our Facebook page? Okay, so basically I've started a for every football game, I'm going to do a tailgate video with different recipe, different tip, and it, it's going to kind of correlate with whoever we're playing. So uh, we're playing the Texans the first game. So I did a, you know, a simple Tex-Mex style smoked queso. And the smoked queso is super easy. You can, it doesn't take a whole lot. It doesn't take a whole lot of ingredients or a lot of effort, really. I mean, if you can, if you can chop onions, you can, you can make smoked <laughs> queso. And so if you check out our, our Facebook page, you'll definitely, you'll see the videos. I'm going to post them every Monday before the game, unless it's a Monday night game, then we'll post them earlier than that, obviously. But uh, yeah, I'd love to have everybody try them out and give us your feedback. Let me know what you think. Nice. So be sure to go to our website, or I'm sorry, Facebook page, BBQ Radio Nation, our Facebook page, like us on Facebook, BBQ Radio Nation, and you'll see videos like Dan's there and uh, all kinds of stuff. And we, you know, we, T-Bone puts up links to past shows and everything. So one of my favorite topics just in the world is I'm a gadget guy. I love gadgets. Uh, I bought a used car this summer and I've been buying all kinds of gadgets. I bought a trunk organizer and an extra cup holder and a thing for my phone. And I just love gadgets. And Dan, you and I were talking one day about golf and there's a million going, gadgets. I for love golf. going to the golf store and buying these stupid gadgets. You Go know, to like, the golf show. You'll see some really crazy oh, stuff. I know. I walked out <laughs> some with some irons, but. But people in barbecue world and on your website, there's just, I love all the barbecue oh, gadgets. I know, there's no, there is no shortage of, of just gadgets for anything barbecue, whether it's like a paper towel caddy or a, <laughs> an apron that looks like a, that has a bandolier that'll hold beers, you know, there's just all kinds, all kinds of crazy stuff. And, and yeah, it's, it's really endless. You know, I kind of. I try to stay away from a little bit of the knickknacky stuff and try to get stuff that's more utilitarian and, and useful. Uh, but I mean, yeah, you can find anything when it comes to gadgets for barbecue. Well, I have to tell you, I had, I, I don't remember where I bought them. Sorry, it wasn't your store, but I bought these, these tongs that I absolutely love. They're, they're just the way that they have the little handle and it opens up or you can close it and this and that. And I just loved them and I lost them. Somehow I lost them in my kitchen. Don't ask. It's been a little messy during COVID. And so I was all upset and I was messaging my friend and I said, man, I am so upset. I can't find my thongs. 
Thongs. Thongs. And he wins. <laughs> I can't find my well, thongs. And he uh, goes. Bend over, it'll fall out. <laughs> he goes, how many thongs do you own? I go, well, just one. You know, I mean, you know, that's all I need. And he said, well, what's so special about them? Well, you know, the way they open up and then they hold everything. And I, I can pick up my steak with them and all this. Stuff. Oh, my God. And, and he's just going, do you mean tongs? And I go, Oh, yeah, I, I can't find my tongs, <laughs> which, by the way, I did finally eventually found. But but you you've got you've got the tongs on your website. Yes, we do sell tongs <laughs> on our website. You know, we like I said, a lot of our stuff that I put in the stores is, is very utilitarian. There's it, it, there's not a lot of gizmo kind of gadgets, you know, but stuff that you can really use, it's going to last and it's going to hold up for a long time. Yeah. Okay. And let me plug the store here real quick. It's Kansas city barbecue store.com. That's I'm sorry. The Kansas city. I left out the, right? Yeah. The, the Kansas city BBQ store.com. Okay. So you being the, the big time general manager there, Oh geez. I want you to start ordering some more of those little gadgety gadgets. You just I'll look for some stuff. Yeah, I, for I sure. I want some. Like I saw, uh, th- there's one that is. It's like a little thing you put on there, and you can put your like your spoon on it. So. Everything doesn't drip all over. You just put your spoon on this little thing. It's got little, uh, I don't know what you call ridges or something. Sure. I want one of those. Yeah, I actually uh, came across a, a new company that that has a line of tongs and <laughs> spatulas that actually has like a little kickstand on it. So you just kick the little kickstand out, you set it down, and then you're not setting it directly down on the counter or the front of your cooker or something, getting sauce all over the place. I've so, seen the kickstand yeah, one. Yeah, so I, I actually ended up ordering some of those. We're, you know, I always, there's a big push at the uh, end of summer to get loaded up with, um, with you know, barbecue tools for the holidays because that's always a big barbecue Absolutely. accessory, you know, selling period for the barbecue store. So, you know, we'll get, we'll get some, uh, the gift sets, you know, like they come in the nice case and everything like that. And then we'll get some new tongs and, and there's a lot of companies that will actually come out with new stuff, introduce new things towards the end of summer going into the fall and, and we'll, you know, put together gift boxes and that sort of thing for everybody. So yeah, it's a lot of fun to kind of search everything and, 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 and check out all the new stuff. Well, and I noticed on your, on your website, there's like eight pages of gadgets and stuff. It's endless. Yeah. But I want more. I okay. want more. I want stupid. The stupider, the better for me. That's the stuff I'm going to come over and buy. Well, just shoot. You can, you can email me stuff. Just look <laughs> it up. I mean, I, I would love to get some help trying to find some stuff because there, like I said, there are so many barbecue tool companies out there. And if anybody has any suggestions or anything really cool that, that I don't know about, just shoot them over to our website and let us know. Okay. Or, or you can email us directly at Dave and Dan at BBQ And any suggestions for your store, we want you to go yeah. out and, and get the crazier, the better. This I mean, I want to know what the people want. I know. I mean, <laughs> I want to know what the people want. I just want. want sillier stuff. I mean, that's, I'm a gadget guy. Yeah. I'm going to get you an apron with some silly saying on it. Ooh, I, w- I would. Wear I can't that. wait till Christmas rolls around. I'm getting all you guys barbecue stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we could we can move up Christmas this year just to get that stuff early. There I'm you just go. Saying. <laughs> By the way, if you're looking for gadgets and all kinds of wonderful barbecue stuff, just go to the the Kansas City BBQ That's the Kansas City BBQ You can order everything online and get some great stuff. We will be right back. And you are listening to Barbecue Radio Nation. Well, now when I get the blues, gonna get me 
Barbecue Radio Nation, Dave Kynes, along with Dan Hathaway. I want to thank again Nick Broughton and his great website, chiggercreek.com. That's C-H-I-G-G-E-R, creek.com. He's got all kinds of wood chips and chunks. What else has he got? He's got all kinds of stuff he sells. Uh, yeah, charcoal. I mean, he has some of the best lump charcoal in the country right now. And T-Bone pointed out that if you're from the West Coast, you don't know what the word chigger means, right, T-Bone? Uh, I'd never heard of it until I got here. <laughs> They're like hummingbirds. I that think it sting has you. something to do with the humidity <laughs> that, that they are prevalent in humidity. Yeah. I, I actually just made him talk, so people had to take a drink. That's the only reason I brought it into the conversation. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. You know, yeah. uh, but um, so anyway, it was great talking to him. Again, check out his website, SugarCreek.com. Now, coming up, you know, we got so many topics with barbecue. It's such a it's such a great format. Um, but we're going to be talking a little bit about competition. Now, I know a lot of the competitions, unfortunately, aren't going on because of COVID. But one thing that I think we could try to do is help talk about competition and how you can take that competition type barbecuing to help the backyard barbecuer. Yeah, definitely. If you are crazy enough to want to get into competition barbecue, which it's not really crazy. It's so much fun. It's a great group of people. And I have some of my best friends I've made cooking barbecue contest and, and they're going to be lifelong friends as long as I'm at the barbecue store. And, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a great family atmosphere. And if you want to get into competition barbecue, we'll point you in the right, right direction for sure. Also, we're going to be talking about food safety, vegetables, all kinds of things coming up in future shows. Also, don't want to forget our Ask Dr. Dan segment sponsored by Casa M Spice Company. Each blend is all natural and low sodium and a signature smoky balance heat with incredible depth of flavor and is proudly made in Texas. Check out their website, CasaMSpice.com. And if you got a question for us, you can email them at DrDan at BBQRadioNation.com or, of course, just go to our Facebook page, which is, again, bbq radio nation and you can ask us there and uh, you just might win yourself some great spices from casa m spice company uh, what else we got coming up dan tailgating tailgating we're gonna, we're gonna keep talking about tailgating and uh just man 
There's, no, there's the, the, it's endless what you can do for tailgating. And they may do football in the spring, so we may be talking about that year, right? Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. Once again, like us on Facebook, BBQ Radio Nation. You can hear our past shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Castro, just to name a few. Thank you so much for tuning in. For Engineer Kyle, Producer T-Bone, my partner in barbecue crime, Dan Hathaway, I'm Dave Caius, and happy barbecuing. Thank you.